0: Good afternoon and welcome to The Women's Show. My name's uh, Deb Anderson and I'll be with you until 2 o'clock with the best in music performed by women. And um, boy, you don't get much better than the truly wonderful Claudia Schmidt, which I've been a fan of for probably since she started her musical career back in the uh, late 70s. Uh, singer, songwriter, guitars, uh, dulcimer player. She plays a 12-string guitar, by the way. And as she likes to call herself, a creative noisemaker. Um, got a brand new album called Reimagining. And uh, we listened, uh, Start off with Wings of Wonder, which is a song that she's written before and performed before, but reimagined on the new album. After that, from... Uh, Album "Hark the Dark," uh, five kinds of snow, and then we ended. We Re- replenish, and for the birds. And uh, Claudia Schmidt, I certainly hope you're here with me today. I am. I am present. I am clear and present. <laughs> clear and present. Well, <laughs> as you always are, I, I'm thinking you uh, you have been with us for quite a number of years, as I have been around for a number Uh of years, and enjoyed your music uh, live. I've seen you many, many times, because I'm from Madison, Wisconsin, and that's kind of your old stomping grounds. That explains it, right. I
1: was just there in November. And you know, 2023
0: is mixed with the 50th year uh, that I've been a performer this year. Oh my goodness. Well... And isn't that a delight? And you—you you are not stopping for anything, I don't think. Um, oh no, not a thing. Not, not unless they force me.
1: But.
0: <laughs> well, I, I can't even imagine. You seem just as, uh, to you know, vital and 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 uh, articulate and and musical as you've ever been. Uh, all those many years that I have seen you when you were just a kid, and we were both kids back back right. in the seventies we for sure. All babies. Yeah. yeah, pretty much just out there in the world. Well, you know, I'm kind of looking over your uh, wonderful uh, website, and I kind of knew that you you put out a lot of music over those years. I'm thinking 25 albums. Does that seem a lot, or pretty much close to? Well, it?
1: there there's um, the 22 main ones, and then I've, I've participated in some other albums. So into the, into the 20s now, I think. I'm trying to remember if it's was my 22nd. You know, I have a hard time keeping. I'm really bad with numbers. That's yeah. one reason I've been able to stay optimistic in this business.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and doesn't that make sense? And you're the true artist, and <laughs> we don't always think about numbers. <laughs> it's certainly not, not the point of things. It's uh, bringing the music to people who your your fans love you. I mean, you you travel all over the United States uh and play clubs that you've played probably for years and years. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's true. And uh it, and there is um especially for people like you who have been following me from the beginning, um in fact, I just did a gig in Chicago on New Year's Eve and wow. there which is where I started the music full time and there were there were a couple of people there who talked about how you make those connections at a certain age, you know, especially that age, like early twenties mm-hmm. and, and it's and it like gets into it, they say they describe it as like it's the music's almost like in their in their cellular be- beings, you know, in, in their, <laughs> their molecules Right. <laughs> oh gosh. And uh and that's really touching to hear that. To get that uh that feeling of connection and uh it's 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 humbling and and, and wonderful at this at the
0: same time well i think you do have that connection with people hear you live um you just connect with an audience you talk and you have stories you do poetry and it's just like seamless and and it's just such a rapport and that's why i kept coming back time after time to see you wherever Mm -hmm. you played in the area uh between Chicago and Rockford, Illinois, and Madison, and up in Milwaukee, and I, I know you lived in Milwaukee mm-hmm. for a while.
1: I did, yeah, for seven years. hmm Yeah, and that's, yeah. Well, well that's, the thing is, it that live performance has always been like a, a being, it's being on stage. It's like my natural habitat. I love it. You know, I've never people ask me if I if I got stage fright. And I said I've never had any kind of <laughs> <to> stage
0: fright. <laughs> yeah, and I I could certainly. Uh, tell mm-hmm. that by when you get out of there, it's such a natural place for you to be. Even even on a video, when I watched that video that you did for the Woodhouse, it's just like you were so connected to whoever was watching the video. It's like I'm there in the room with her. Yeah, it's amazing. Good.
1: So that was a challenge, you know, especially during uh, COVID. I did that whole those Wednesday evening musicals for right. for the better part of a year, and um, yeah, it was a challenge, but um, it seemed to work um and it and it certainly meant a lot to to people to have that connection during that time um i i'm not a i'm not a big screen person or video person myself mm-hmm. so i was i was sort of shocked to um to come to understand how how important it was um for people um yeah and it's you know it's around now to stay i'm sure you know at least the the hybrid uh And then coming to realize it also put me in touch with people who have been fans over time who can't come to live concerts Mm -hmm. anymore because of immobility or, or, you know, illness or now it's COVID, immune-compromised stuff. And so um, I had sort of been, I hadn't really considered that whole, the value of that until this this happened in the last few years. So um, it's it's made me mindful of the, the value and the use and the importance of of this kind of hybrid model. And so I'll probably do a few more videos. I've been doing like one song videos, put, just putting stuff out there just so people know I'm alive and <laughs> doing things and, and uh, uh, yes, vertical and ambulatory. And <laughs> yeah, right. And, um, so, but I have to say that, you know, in my heart of hearts, the, the old
0: live performance is still my favorite. Oh, and, I like I can imagine. Um, well, have you been able to go out and, and play out live now since things have gotten a little less uh, intense? Yeah,
1: I am, I'm. I am doing some, um, but like I was doing a lot of house concerts, and a lot of people are still leery of house concerts. In fact, I'm in Florida right now, and I, I just had to. I just canceled the concert I was supposed to do on Friday because there were so few takers. And um, oh no! And I'm pretty sure it's. People are nervous. They're still nervous about COVID, and um, and then some, you know, a few venues didn't didn't make it that I loved. They didn't pull through, and so it's. I still feel like I'm kind of finding my way um, post COVID with the with the music biz. Um, But I'll tell you, when when the people show up, there's a live (laughs) situation. There's there's a it's downright ecstatic, you know, to be together again. I, I read an article when, when people were first starting to go to events again um, and, and somebody described being in one of those audiences where people were together for the first time in like a year or more and they they described it as collective effervescence. <laughs> <laughs> just, That's great. I just <laughs> love that image. <laughs>
0: I think that's pretty close to it actually mm-hmm. <laughs> to being yeah. deprived for so long and having to do so many things uh online or mm-hmm. through Zoom or you know yeah I mean mm-hmm. it's helpful but really the that whole physical being in the same room with live music yeah. is there's nothing like it and I yeah feel-
1: because it's collaborative you know in that it it's it's hard to be collaborative in the digital world, you know in mm-hmm. a in a work sense, I guess you can do it, but the in the moment um collaborative thing is just so much more exciting,
0: well, yeah, and especially a performer like you who really relates to the audience and uh so many people are familiar with your music, probably can sing along to most yep. of the songs, I imagine, yep, um oh, yeah quite a bit. <laughs> And, I encourage it. Uh, I'm sure you do. <laughs> and you're a noisemaker, as you say. Very creative, though. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, it's really nice to see that you are still putting music out after 22-plus albums. You have a brand-new album, which I played several selections, called Reimagining. Tell me how that all came about and what that mm-hmm. is about.
1: Well, it, it actually, um, it has a lot to do with uh, my husband, Mark, um, who's also who I met as a recording engineer when, when Sally and I did our first C D in twenty two years um, in two thousand twelve and Mark happened to be the recording engineer and uh and and we fell in love and yeah. um and uh so and got married about a year and a half ago but it's like yeah, coming up on eleven years. Wow. Um so and we've actually been together and it's been and that's been a wonderful collaboration and it was actually Mark who was really nudging me to, you know, I was a little concerned about doing older songs because, I don't know, you do a retrospective and people think that you're you're, you're retired, you're going to die or something, (laughs) or you're a husband. And, uh, and you know, I'm always, I'm always, (laughs) I'm going, but why do I want to do old songs? I'm writing new songs. But he was really nudging me on the idea. And then once I started digging in, it was really, uh, really exciting to Revisit these songs, some of which I've been singing all the way through, but several of which have kind of gone off uh, on their own, um, kind of eclipsed by the newer material. Hmm. And to come back to them all these years later, and and realize how how first of all how fun it was to write them and sing them at the time, and then and then find the relevance in them, because um, I think for me the thing. About all the songs is that they have a relevance and, a, and a, a a sense of currency to them. They don't feel dated at all to me. Um, so they're they're just as timely as they were when, and maybe even more in some cases than than when I first wrote them.
0: Well, on the on the album, you on the liner notes you talk about when you wrote the song, um, why you wrote yeah. the song for every song that on there, which is eleven mm-hmm. songs. And I'm curious. You have probably a catalog of, I want to say, thousands of songs. Maybe close to it. How did you pick eleven songs to to reimagine on the new album?
1: Yeah, that was that was hard. Uh, but they were just, uh, you know, it can't. I, I can't really say, um, except that uh, these these seem to be the songs that um, that connected then and now and. Um, were fun and interesting for me to uh, think of in a new way. You know, take mm-hmm. the song and, and put some different instrumentation on it and uh, new harmonies and, and singing with the voice that's my voice now. Mm-hmm. Versus however many decades ago some of them were recorded. And uh, so that, that uh, I, it just once, once I accepted the idea it, I, didn't, I didn't agonize too much over the song, we I'm, we picked the song, and then that was it. I didn't think about it anymore. Otherwise, I, I would this thing would have never gotten done. <laughs>
0: right, I'm so <laughs> I'm sure that's true. Um, yeah. By the way, I'm talking to Claudia Schmidt, uh, singer-songwriter and wonderful person, and I've been around for a long time recording. Um, you've got you have a kind of a new band because you live in Connecticut now. So who's in the band that's on the record?
1: Well, um, wonderful players that actually uh, Mark ha- has worked with over the years in his recording studio, uh, Duke Levine, who actually has been touring with Bonnie Raitt this last year. Wow. Um, and with, since she's gone back out on the road. Mm-hmm. And um, Richard Gates, who works with Duke a lot. They live in Boston. They're based in Boston. And Chris Haynes, who adds some of the accordion work and a little piano stuff here and there with another old friend I, of Mark's that I've got. He's worked on, well, Duke, has, Duke and Richard, too, on a couple of my previous records. Um, and they're just stellar musicians who who bring so much to uh, the project. They play with great empathy and uh, thoughtfulness, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, they I feel like they're telling the story musically right along with me, lyrically. And... Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, and so that makes it a joy. And, and the nice thing about working with new musicians is that it it brings, we did most of that stuff, um, you know, it wasn't, it was all done live in the studio. Um, it wasn't overdubbed Uh. and it wasn't, you know, there were a couple of parts overdubbed, but, um, so you're in the moment and, um, and, and it brings things out of you, you know, um, Mm -hmm. brings, I mean, that's the thing about being a musician is, is uh, you're always learning. It's like I feel like I've never been seeing better than I ha- than I am at this point in my life because mm-hmm. I'm just learning. You know, um, it 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 never ends. You don't say, okay, I'm done now. <laughs> um, and uh, so it's it's I'm having more fun than ever with it um, with the whole process.
0: Well, you know, Especially isn't that, that great? <laughs> yes. I mean, you get to our age and you're still feeling that excited about doing music because you've done it all your life. I mean, what else are you going to do, Claudia? I mean, this is what you've done. I know, done. it's
1: my only job skill. What the <laughs> hell else am I going to do? Yes. I'm telling you,
0: that's it. You're gonna, you you got to keep doing this stuff. And you do still yes. have a great voice. You say it's changed. and I suppose it has changed over 40-plus years. Yeah, but I, I think for the better because, um,
1: you know, it, it, it gets my voice has gotten richer, you know, mm-hmm. and I can sing lower, but I can also sing higher because uh, because there's a, a flexibility that um and and I'm learning I think the thing I've mostly learned over the years is how to undersing when I was younger, I could sing loud, oh. and, uh, and so I did all the time I oversang everything um and uh, so there's a richness now, like when i
0: when I was <laughs> my first record. I sound like the chipmunks to me. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> you mean the Claudia but, Schmidt album, the one that came out on fly, yeah. Flying Fish, I think, back in... Yeah, old in,
1: Big greeny. I call the, it, right? The yeah, greeny, right?
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. But, uh, yeah. so it's just... Uh, uh, and that's why it's fun to sing songs that go back that far with the voice that I have now because I feel ah. like there's a whole lot more nuance and, and uh, timbre that go into the telling of the story.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and I, I know how to I guess in a way I, I've learned more uh, how, to, how to give my voice to the, to the telling of the story and, and let that guide me instead of, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, when you're young you have a good <laughs> strong voice and, and everybody, you think you have to show it off all the time and, mm-hmm. um, so the fun thing has been learning the nuances uh, and the, the other thing that's helped with that is getting to uh, sing a lot more jazz stuff over the last you know twenty five years oh right um and i and getting to use my voice as an instrument in a whole different way that I can bring back to my folk stuff when I'm doing that and um and it's that's it's been great I mean it's like been like going to school uh, just constantly um it's and uh and i I've terminally curious, so it's gonna
0: criminally like curious a, that's a good one <laughs> 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 you're guilty as charged uh claudia schmidt no doubt about it (laughs) well i love how you do interject jazz into your folk and the blues and of course you do the poetry and the storytelling you mix it all together and when i played i i purposely played well first of all being from wisconsin i think about snow a lot or have thought about it not so much maybe some more where i'm at but five kinds of slow is very jazzy um you really got that that Jazz feel to it, and of course on the, your very first album, you did um, uh, a yeah, beautiful jazz song. Right? Yeah. When? Yeah. Uh-huh. And I think that's the first time mm-hmm. I heard that song, and I know that's a classic song, but I heard you singing, and I fell in love with that song.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, that's one where again, where I, I sing that song now. I still do that. I do it a lot when I work with jazz groups, and mm. and um, and I think of how much. I've lived into that song now, how much more I can bring to that versus...
0: Oh, I bet. It. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I can really, can really like, bite into it and uh, go deep. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's something else. I tell you, I feel very lucky to have been able to do this.
0: Well, you over the years you've established some wonderful relationships and of course the one that comes to mind is Sally Rogers when did mm-hmm. you when did you first meet Sally and how did you realize the two mm-hmm. of you were magic together
1: well um, it was actually a guy who ran a folk festival in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan in Ironwood Michigan who got us together He was like a matchmaker um, <laughs> and, right. and and so it was at a festival in 1981. And, um, I had already, through a, a mutual friend, had learned Sally's song Lovely Agnes, but we'd never met yet. And she, she hadn't quite gone on the road yet. I was a couple of years ahead of her as far as road touring stuff. And, and, uh, we kept hearing about each other. And, mm. um, and then, yeah, we met. And I think we actually first sang Lovely Agnes on stage at that oh, festival. Oh, wow. And, um, and it was, a, it was always a nat... We always had a, a, that, that easy, um, harmonic blend um somebody who after a concert referred to it as blood harmony you know oh my like gosh yes of, right like yeah, sisters sibling harmony and and we've always been able to just work so easily and so well together um and uh so like like we toured together in the 80s and early 90s and then Sally was raising a family and I'd moved to beaver island and so that's what I mean it's 22 years that elapsed and then one day we realized oh god we got to we got to make and so, since then, we've done a couple more. And um, and I, since I live out east now, um, we we get to do a little more performing together
0: than we had for a long time. So, so she's yeah. not, uh, not. isn't she originally from uh, the well, North aris- Country too? Well, she's
1: both originally from Michigan, but but we never knew each other, of course, during that time. Um, and uh, but she, no, she's been living in Connecticut. She fell in love with uh, an East Coast boy too. Uh, has been out there for. Over mm. forty years now. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So that kind
0: of worked out pretty good.
1: Well, it did. I know. So she kind of got Mark and
0: and uh, myself together. I, I hold her responsible. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yay for Sally, Sally yeah. Rogers. Oh, by the way, I'm talking to Claudia Schmidt here on uh, Sweethearts and Badasses of Americana and Beyond. And um, you are a sweetheart, and I think you're a bit of a badass, too. Uh, thank you. I was I was hoping you'd, you'd keep me in on that one, too. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Just because you're a rebel, because you're working outside those lines all the time. You're not going to be put in any kind of box. Now, did they, when you were in the, all these record labels, I mean, you were on the big labels, Red House and, and Rounder, Flying Fish. Did they try to make you a certain way, or did you say, no, I'm not doing that, I'm going to go out on my own and do my own label?
1: You know, you know fortunately, those, that was an era where those particular labels really uh, were pretty supportive of, uh, of what, what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um so uh it was it was a good time to uh have that support and um you know of course the whole business changed the world musical world changed mm-hmm. um but uh no I don't have any complaints about that time and you know, and uh it was yeah I I I stumbled I sort of I have never had great ambitions I sort of stumbled into the music business and um and, I, you know, I've, I've referred to it more as my career than my career, you know. career. Uh, <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and yeah.
0: um, that's how it's worked out. So. It, it ha- I think it has worked out, actually. I think I think mm-hmm. you are definitely on the path you were <laughs> supposed to travel on. And, yeah. you know, I'm I'm curious. You're, you're also a rebel because you don't play a six-string guitar. You play a 12-string guitar. Now, how did that happen?
1: Yeah. It was. It was. uh, When I look back, I think I was just young. What did I know about guitars? Uh, I I started out with a. My first guitar was a classical, you know, six string guitar, and then a friend of mine was selling their twelve string, and it was a really good deal. And I felt like I was getting twelve for the price of six. (laughs) And you were. (laughs) true. And I think um, when I look back too now, um, because a lot of people start to play twelve string, and it and it's really hard for them, you know, to press down on the double strings, um, but I'm left-handed.
0: Oh, and
1: uh, okay. But I hold a guitar like, in, in the right-handed uh, form formation. And so I think the fact that my left hand was already my strong hand oh, wow. um, made it... And I, of course, wasn't thinking about any of this at the time. This is all in retrospect. Mm-hmm. But it just made it more of a natural. And then I had grown up singing in choirs, Devin. Um, uh I think I was drawn to the twelve string because of all those those um, those overtones, all those I harmonics. It gave me. It was like my choir sublimation, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always loved that that sound. That um, it's not. You can't do this really. That doesn't sound like clean uh, six string picking kind of stuff, you know. And mm-hmm. and I love it. Lends itself perfectly. I love like modal sort of harmonies and feels of things where where, where uh, like working with bass players, this is always a, where I started to understand that in me is because um, they would say, well, what's the root note? And, uh, and I would say, well, I don't, I don't really care. You know <laughs> um, you don't, I, this doesn't really require a root note, you know. Mm-hmm. Some things do, but I really like the fact that the root note could be this, but it could be that, and mm-hmm. um, I, I think it gives. I think it gives the listener. It, it engages the listener's imagination too, and, mm-hmm. and how they how they take it in and how they hear it. And so there's a there's a there's a mysterious quality to the twelve string that I've always really liked a lot.
0: Well, there is of course Leo Kotke, who comes from yeah. Minnesota. Yeah. You know, maybe that's just a North Country mm-hmm. thing. Those want all that ethereal uh, resonance sound that just, you know, just well, you kind know, of takes in another place. Is,
1: uh, you probably know who Anne Reed is. Oh, of um, course, yeah. Yeah, we, we've done some uh, like a few double. Uh, gigs together um, really? in, in Minnesota, because she lives in Minneapolis, and we and she plays 12 strings, so it's one of the few times where you're going to hear, like, two women playing 12
0: strings on the same stage. <laughs> How great is that? Well, I'm not surprised. Yeah. She has such a rich alto voice. Yes. Yeah. You, yeah. Know, you know, speaking of Minneapolis, I guess, um, well, I'm just going to go on a little tangent here, that you were in Prairie Home Companion, like, a bunch, when that was happening. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the early... Um, the early phases I was pretty much a
0: A regular Regular
1: for. Yeah. mm -hmm, Yeah. yeah, And that was a great thing because it it, uh, introduced me to a lot of musicians that, uh, like Peter Estrusco and Prudence Johnson who who became friends and who I worked with in different projects over the years. And and then the fact that it was live radio. Oh, right. um, You know, when so much, there's so little of that left now, that format. And I, I just... 've always I've always really loved it. I mean the combination of the live audience and then the live broadcast and um, so I was I was in my element in that <laughs> scenario and and then getting to throw things together you know I mean it really uh, would you come in a day early and do a rehearsal and and throw a lot of things together in a very short amount of time and there was something really fun about that
0: oh I bet and Garrison Keeler of course mentioned that when Claudia Schmidt sings a song it's it's been sung. I mean, it stays sung. That it stays sung. That's it. I'm like what? What the heck does that even mean? But everybody <laughs> always laughs. laughs. Well, it's high praise from a guy yes. who actually has kind of fell down a bit, but you know, um, you know, certainly yeah. has had a lot of great musicians on his uh, wonderful radio show, and I, I've seen it live. He brought it here to Lincoln, Nebraska, a couple times. Um, oh yeah. So you got to kind of see how that kind worked—that yeah. live radio thing. So that was a great experience, and it really... Oh, I hope I can get back
1: to Lincoln sometime. Oh,
0: I was just going to mention that, and I guess we probably should think about that. You know, do you remember when you came to Lincoln back in the mid-'80s? Yeah. yeah, I do. Oh, yeah. I do. Yeah, that's right. I I was kind of involved in getting that together over at East Campus, as Gina Matkin and Mary Gallinger and some, some yeah, other people... Want, yeah, it was a memorable trip. Well, we want you back, so... You're gonna have to think <laughs> think about that. I know you're a little far away at the moment, but you're you're getting restless to get out back here in the Midwest, aren't you?
1: Yeah. Well, well, yeah. I mean, that's where I end up going a lot because it's still Minnesota, Wisconsin, Illinois. I mean, those are still my kind of bread and butter places to play. So um, I make it back to the Midwest a lot.
0: Well, we're gonna have to work on that. Get you in the studio here at KZUM and get you a gig out there because I know you Yay! have tons of fans who love Claudia Schmidt. Phil, Phil's a big fan. He he knows all your music. Uh, sometimes I talk to people and it's like, who's that? They don't know who I'm talking to. <laughs> like, Phil doesn't know who I'm talking to. Even though I, they're great, just, he has no clue but Phil. And plus, there's tons of other people who know Claudia Schmidt because, as I said, you've been performing 50 years. 50 yep. years out there doing what do you do the best. Um, mm-hmm. Well, Claudia, I think I probably should start winding it down. Though I hate to do it because I love talking to you. But um, all right, we'll do it again sometime. Well, absolutely. When you do it, well, I mean, are you going to do a new album? Are you working on something new, new songs? I'm not working on something right now,
1: but I'm sure I will. Um, at, at because because that's, again, that's, that's an area where Mark and I love to work together. And
0: um, well, that's uh, works out pretty good having a sound engineer. Yeah, (laughs) married to sound (laughs) editor. I mean, how did he mix? He mixed and put your album together and came up with the idea. I mean, that's pretty darn.
1: Yeah, and I know he's going to make
0: me sound as good as
1: I can possibly sound. And uh, yeah, and it's so it's fun. It's really always a a fun thing. Which recording isn't fun for a lot of people, but um, it's an because it's uh, and especially people who like live performing sometimes don't like recording. But once you once you realize what recording is, which is a basically, I define it as a suspension of an otherwise dynamic process. In other mm. words, it's 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 stuck in time. It happens, and um, there's a point, and and that's when you're able to just say, okay, that's what it is, and kind of let go mm. um, and not try to be perfect because um, it's also uh, the the recording environment you have to be at peace with your limitations because recording equipment is the opposite of a live audience which is a very forgiving entity and mm-hmm. uh, recording equipment reports every flaw and uh, uh, and weak moment and so so for me I, I, what I love about recording is that it's like going to school you know I mm-hmm. come out of a project every project makes me a better musician oh yeah um, yeah so that's how I use it. Um, and then also the fact that I don't get to tour with a band. So it's a chance for me to, you know, get a band together and and realize ensemble ideas um, mm-hmm. that, uh, yeah. And fortunately, I don't mind being a solo performer, but it's nice to have that uh, opportunity to to uh, collaborate. Which is what I love
0: about jazz, too. Oh, absolutely. Well, yeah. gosh, um, we're... And by the way, I'm talking Claudia Schmidt. Claudia, where can we find you out there in the world, besides going <laughs> to your house in Connecticut? Where can we find you on, like, in the internet and the World Wide mm-hmm. Web and all well, that kind of stuff?
1: Well, um, the well, yeah, as I say, um, I I post things on Facebook. I'm not on all the other things. I'm just not. i so. I. It's and I don't. There's a lot I don't like about Facebook, but it has been the sort of common ground for a lot of us. So mm-hmm. I and I'm. If you go to my website. Uh, ClaudiaSchmidt.com. I have an archive of almost all the videos I've been doing over the last couple years, a lot of them. and You can just, you can, you can peruse those. And, and then I have a, you can sign up on my mailing list as well at at my website. And then uh, you'll know uh, when I'm coming to a place near you or, or a place near a friend of yours so you can let them know. Mm -hmm. I've, I've found that the mailing list has been one of the best. Er, things I've, this, that we've got going right now. So in this in this uh, in this disparate world of getting the word out. So um, that's probably the main thing. Well, the website. Like right great. now, I'm in Florida, and I've got gigs over the next uh, week, uh, starting next weekend, and um, and so that all that stuff is at like my website. Can, I have a calendar on the website as well, so you can go to the calendar
0: and and uh, have a look at that. And um, that's about that's about it. You got about everything on that website. I mean, you got videos and you got the music Mm -hmm. and you've got Mm -hmm. all the albums that you've ever put out, plus collaborations, plus the plays. You know, you did do the, the, about the Edmund Fitzgerald. You also are in in musicals and plays, too. Right.
1: Right. Um, I haven't done anything in a while, Um, uh, but then, um, but I... Love doing it, and uh, right now I'm actually working on. I've had the chance to do a couple of commission um, songs. Uh, like right now, I'm finishing up. I'm, I I got hired to write a song for this guy's mother, who's been a longtime fan. Her 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 69th birthday is at the end of the month, and um, mm-hmm. and I'm writing a and writing a song for her for her oh, birthday lucky so, her. so that's kind of a, a new thing i've been embarking on a little bit in, in terms of it, it's i guess it's kindred in that it's kind of like an assignment you have a kind of a theme and <laughs> right. uh, and the, and the one thing i had been working on that i was excited about a few years ago was this this woman who was writing a musical about amelia Earhart, and right. um, and that she hired me to write music for uh, and, and two of which ended up on my last or yeah, two recordings and uh, one recording going on slow, steady heart, but um, but she alas died of breast cancer, and that whole project oh. kind of went by the wayside. Is that um, what
0: happened? Because I I put yeah. I gave money to that that, that project. Yeah, actually. and
1: we got a cer- we've got a certain ways with it, and um, uh, hmm. that money got us uh, went toward we actually got to go and showcase some of the music at the, the, there's an Amelia Earhart festival every year in Atchison, Kansas, at her birthplace museum. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we were able to sort of get it that far. And uh, and, and then uh, Lori, Lori
0: went and died. It was very oh, sad. That is very sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Claudia, like I said, it's been a blessing to talk to you here uh, on the Women's yeah, Show today. Yeah, am to hear your voice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to end with the song Blessing because, first of all, I love uh, how you and Sally Rogers did that song. Uh, Uh on an early album and and you reimagined it on your brand new album, Reimagining. Um, Yep. Can you just mention, I mean, you wrote a little bit about it in the liner, where that song came from. Can you just kind of clue us in and kind of the story behind the song?
1: Yeah, it was one of those, it's probably the oldest of the songs that I uh, put on. Yeah, I think it is. Um, Wrote it very, very early in my career, um, Kareem. And uh, it, it kind of just out of the sky um, uh, and I wasn't sitting around feeling earnest or um, I was kind of out in a beautiful field and um, and I just I guess open to the idea hmm. and uh, um, and it was a, I guess it was the often when I write I talk about how there's something, it's like a portal that starts the song and it'll either be oh. words, a word or a phrase or something, or it'll be, uh, you know, a rhythmic pattern that that comes out when I'm just sitting and playing. And in this case, it was the, the, the rhythmic pattern, the repetitive, almost chant like, you know, pattern mm-hmm. that, um, sort of suggested those, uh, lyrics. And, um, and, uh, you know maybe because i'm a gemini i'm i'm always seeing the duality or plurality in situations <laughs> i'm sure that's it yeah <laughs> um, but yeah i mean it's and again that's a song that, that was a pretty uh, heavy song for like a 20 year old to write but um, oh yeah i yeah. i've i've you know lived into it now and now now it's almost sometimes i i feel like i can't do it at some gigs because it talks about dying at the end and you know some some people get bummed out because mm-hmm. you know, talking about death now—it's a lot easier thing to talk about when
0: you're <laughs> when you're young. 20. When you're <laughs> 70 plus, yeah, and that's not—it's easy stuff. It's yeah, a little mm-hmm. more thought-provoking. But I can understand why you put it on the new album, reimagining, because you do bring all those many years mm-hmm. of of living, performing, and and the, your exuberance of life uh, into it. And it's a beautiful song, and so I. It's like when when I was thinking yeah. about the music to put together, I knew that was the ending song, and I wasn't um, even gonna ask your permission. I was going to say, "Is there something else you want me to do, Claudia?" Because because yeah. I can't think of anything better than this song. This this is no nope, no, nope. I'm I'm fine with that. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> glad glad <laughs> to hear it. Um, well, it's been as I said. A, a, a blessing to talk to you today uh claudia schmidt here on sweethearts and badasses americana and beyond for the women's show um and let's go out with blessing and and you take care uh, enjoy your travels in florida i hear the iguanas when they get cold they fall out of the trees you didn't have that happen to you but
1: it's warmed up now so i think um i think we're safe yeah somebody has suggested walking around with an umbrella yes that's Uh, right whacked
0: in the head. <laughs> Susan Werner wrote a song about the, her experience, or somebody who had iguanas falling out of the trees, and yes, <laughs> and uh, and it's a great song. She has a whole album about being in Florida, um, and also about a panther showing up. And I don't see you, and you don't see me, <laughs> kind of a song. Yeah. Like, we'll go our ways, <laughs> yes, separate great, ways.
1: Right, Yeah. Indeed. All right, Job. Yeah. Well it was great to talk to you. Great to and, talk to you too. Uh, and let's,
0: let's let's listen to blessing. All right. Be well. You too. Bye-bye. Bye bye.
1: Bye.